Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And this is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Iowa Catholic Radio. And uh, last week I began to talk about being a Catholic. What is that all about? Uh, it's amazing. I, I just, I always have believed and know that if you study the history of the Catholic Church, really, there's not, but somebody writes about, well, you know, the Inquisition, etc. In fact, uh, you ought to really study the Inquisition. Inquisition was not a thing the Church was doing, it was the thing the Spanish state was doing. And the church got involved in it to help to save people from getting their heads chopped off. So, but you say, well, the Catholic Church got in there and, well, study real history, not just somebody's take on history. But anyway, study history. Great, great, great. And as I've mentioned before, I was so blessed uh, when I, in the year 2000, I was moving from uh, St. Augustine Parish over to Christ the King Parish. But I had six months off to do a sabbatical. I went to Rome because I wanted to study the history of the liturgy. Tell me about how the Mass developed over the centuries. It was amazing. Unbelievable, folks. It was great. Um, in fact, I tell people to do that. I say, look, uh, be sure to, uh, you know, when you, when you, I tell those people all the time. I used to say this to people when, when they start their, their classes to become Catholic. That's called the RCIA, Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults. The RCIA, by the way, dates back to uh, the early church, and I'll be quoting that here. It's not something we just invented. We say, oh, let's do this to make people Catholic. No, no, no. We, we reach back to the year 70 A.D. How do they do it back then? Basically, you know, the main pieces of it. It's great, folks. So if you love history, you'll you'll love the Catholic Church. It's it's amazing uh, how it how it all came about. Uh, and as I said before, a lot of times people they look at the church from the outside, and it looks like a big, ugly, gray stone wall fortress, right? But they go through the doors, enter in to the courtyard. It's a beautiful garden. Springs, flowers, everything, all over. Beauty, music, you name it. It's way different on the inside than this than what people sometimes think about it from the outside. Uh, so anyway, uh, the uh, in, in those early centuries of the church, as I mentioned, I mentioned some previous programs, uh, just historically, let's take Pope Francis, right? Well, who's, he's the 265th successor to St. Peter. Who is St. Peter? The head of the apostles. Uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 16, you are Peter. Uh, and upon the, and his name was Simon. His name was Simon. It wasn't Peter. Jesus changed the guy's name to Peter, to Petrus, Cephas, Greek, Pet, Petrus, uh, uh, Latin, Peter, English. Well, what, is, what does Cephas mean, Patris mean? Patris is the Latin word for rock. He changed his name from Simon to rock. 
Why? Because that was to to explain what his role would be in salvation history. The only other person whose name was changed was Abraham. His name was not Abraham. It was Abram. And God said, I am making you, after he made his act of faith, after he was ready to uh, slay his own son, sacrifice his son Isaac, and believed in God to help him, uh, and, and went across the desert to the promised land, he, in other words, he had faith, God said, I'm changing your name to Abraham. What does that mean? It means father of many nations, father of many nations, and that's what he was. He's our, Abraham is the father of ever, all, all believers, all Jews and Christians alike. He's my great-grandfather, okay, physically speaking. My father, my real father, of course, in heaven is, is God, my father, right? So change of names was a big deal. So he changed his name to Rock, okay? And he said, on this rock, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Does he say the, the gates of hell will not fight it? No. People are always going to fight the church, always. The media, you name it, they're going to fight the church. Will they prevail? No. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. So we had Peter, and then he was martyred in the year 64 AD. He was crucified upside down in the Circus of Nero. Then his successor, Linus, he was also martyred. He was pope for a couple of years. Then Cletus, he was the third pope. He was also martyred. Then Clement, he was the next pope. I think he was pope for, I want to say, six, seven years. He wrote some great, beautiful things, the epistles of Clement. Clement. Then Sixtus, Cornelius, on and on and on. And there are 265 of them. What other organization has 265 leaders consistently, historically, not just while well, we think, you know, we don't think anything. It's all there recorded. That makes you stop and think. In fact, when people, I remember when I'd go to the RCIA classes the first night, I would always say, folks, thank you, welcome. I'm glad you're here tonight. God bless you. Please do me a favor. Do not join the Catholic Church unless you understand it, it makes sense to you, and uh, you feel like it feels right. Other than that, you can understand it, but it just doesn't feel right. Don't worry. You don't join. You're going you're gonna to be just fine. You're not going to be going to hell, you know. So understand it. Don't trade in your brains when you study at the Catholic Church. In fact, bring your brains with you. Yeah. So Catholicism. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 17, 18% of the world's population is Catholic. That's a lot, starting from those 12 apostles, right? Okay, we're going to keep talking about being Catholic. Be right back. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. They provide unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules, all part of the Mercy College experience. Learn more at mchs.edu. Thought of the Day with Monsignor Frank Bagnano. A job hastily done is usually not done very well. Today, you and I have tasks planned to do. So, 
do them as calmly and joyfully as possible, our Lord can see the next task to be done better than you and I can see it. He has a plan for its success as well. Trust His presence, first of all. Be calm because you know His love is in charge and He is working His perfect plan through you and for you. His Spirit is making you strong, loving, and wise. Let your work be inspired by His Holy Spirit. A job done hastily is usually not done very well, so work peacefully. Do it well. Do it out of love for God and love of others, and your efforts will bear much fruit. St. Paul said, I can do all things in Him who strengthens me. And that is today's thought of the day. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%, yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. And again, we're talking about being Catholic. And by the way, those classes called RCIA, Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults, that was recovered, you might say, historically. They used the same process back in the second, first, late 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th century to bring people into the church. I must say, I studied it, and it was a lot more exacting than what it is. Back then, it was three years. You had three years uh, of study. Uh, so it, ours is like probably more like about six months. But the main pieces are right there. Uh, so, yeah, and that was uh, very in- interesting. And I remember uh, when studying all this, uh, all these materials, they, they kept talking about the Didache, D-I-D-A-C-H-E, Didache. And, um, uh, and, and the Didache was quoted for centuries for 19, well, for centuries, you know, the last couple thousand years. Uh, and and uh, many, many of the, especially the early, early, early fathers of the church, first, second, third, fourth, second, they would quote the Didache this, the Didache that, because the Didache was 10 chapters and of, of uh, or uh, I think it was either 10 or, it was 16, I think, I think the number actually was 16 chapters of a book called the Didache. Well, nobody, nobody had it. I mean, what happened to it? For centuries, they didn't have all they knew. It was quoted by the fathers, until <laughs> until in 1873, at the library of the Holy Sepulchre in Constantinople, somebody was looking at an old parchment. Uh, you know, a lot of that stuff was written on animal skins. You know, the, the, what they used for paper, <clears throat> and what they would do is if they had something. You use five or six of these animal skins, write something, but then they wanted to write something else. What they would do is they would write over it, so they would reuse it, all right? Somebody was looking at this parchment in 1873, and they thought they saw something underneath. So they started scraping it. These were, I don't know what, what they were actually looking at, who had reused it, but they were scraping it, and they said, well, there's something underneath this thing. And they started that was it, the Didache. They found the darn thing. <laughs> they found it, 1873. Whoa! And they, it was amazing. Uh, 
it it talked about the church uh, that now this is in the year 70 80 90 AD right okay remember St. John was still alive in 90 the apostle that in the church you had bishops you had deacons and you had priests uh, it talked about the you got to read it you, you, you just google up Didache D-I-D-A-C-H-E you can read the whole thing uh, and uh, they talked about baptism uh Fasting, prayer, and Eucharist. That's the way of God. Baptism, fasting, prayer, and Holy Eucharist. They talked about Sunday Mass. Uh huh. They said that a good Catholic or Christian back then, same thing, they always called them Catholics. The, the, the Catholic distinction wasn't made until the 1500s when you had the Protestant Reformation. Then you had like Protestants and Catholics. Okay. Anyway, uh, a good Catholic said the Our Father three times a day. That's what you're supposed to do. Say our Father three times a day, so it's amazing book that they found, and uh, in fact, uh, that's why today in the Catholic Church, you want to become a Catholic, you go through the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults (RCIA), and it's modeled after a study of the Didache. It's taking the Didache and putting it down into our right down into our own era. So, it's amazing. Uh, so. Anyway, a uh, now what does it mean? Well, okay, so you join the church, and you say, well, to be a Catholic, what does that really mean? In my experience, I've been a priest now for almost 55 years, it means to grow, to become more and more a person who lives their faith each day, who grows deeper and deeper in their understanding of, of the life of God in, through, and around me. God is not just alive, but God is life itself. <laughs> it means deepening my understanding, yes, through classes like RCIA or on your tablet, your phone, you know, whatever. Every day there are courses. There is more study. You can read the Didache. Yeah, because I got a brain, and my my so, my spiritual nature also has a lot that it wants to inform me about, you might say. There's there's room to grow. Yes. Um, we need to learn and to grow more under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but also, we can learn directly through regular contact with Jesus straight, or the Father or the Holy Spirit, and that's called prayer. <laughs> yeah. What is prayer? Well, you know, St. Teresa of Avila, she said, well, Prayer is a loving conversation with the one who I know loves me. That loving conversation. In fact, it's interesting because so many of the, so many saints, they learned more just straight from God. People say, where'd you get all that information? I don't know. I pray a lot and it just comes to me, you know. Uh, So, yeah. Just like, for example, I really get to know a friend of mine, buddies of mine who are friends, families. Uh. By spending time with them. When I spend time with them, we interact. We do. And we get to know each other a lot better. Same way with God. That interaction, that time with your friend, getting to know your friend better, your friend already knows you pretty well. You know what that's called? Prayer. <laughs> yeah. And remember, folks, pray the way that you can pray. Pray the way you can. Some people, they've got to have a rosary. That's great. Some Just give me a Bible. And I will start going through the Psalms. Great. However, 
I just want to sit and just, like I had a friend one time, he would put an empty chair in front of you. And he would say, I just sit there, and I imagine Jesus sitting in that chair looking at me, and we just talk. However it works for you, yes, yeah. So uh, gradually we become more and more one with the Lord. It's amazing. That's really becoming a Catholic or a Christian. Okay, we'll be right back. Monsignor Frank Pignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Stay with us. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences. mchs.edu. It can be easy to forget about the dignity of another when we disagree with their ideas or actions. We start to focus on the things that make us different, and the thoughts start to divide us. Before we reach the conclusion of those thoughts, we must pause and remind ourselves that person with a different idea or lifestyle has great dignity. The next time you find yourself ready to go toe-to-toe with someone, remember that they have dignity and deserve respect, even when we disagree. Is the Eucharist really Jesus or merely a symbol? Find out as Catholic convert and apologist Steve Ray presents Defending the Eucharist. You are what you eat. Friday evening, April 8th at Holy Spirit Parish in Creston. Catholic convert and apologist Steve Ray will unpack the biblical and historical basis for this crucial teaching, helping you understand and defend the Blessed Sacrament. That's Friday, April 8th, 6 p.m. at Holy Spirit Parish in Creston. Free will offering accepted. Visit iowacatholicradio.com to register. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. Established in Des Moines in 1924, St. Vincent de Paul assists those living in poverty to become self-sufficient by helping to remove roadblocks on their journey out of poverty. St. Vincent de Paul helps with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner reentry. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. The Society of St. Vincent de Paul, svdpdsm.org. And we at Monsignor Frank Bignano, we're talking about being a Catholic. We're talking a lot about, right now I'm talking about, you know, information, learning, the learning part of it. Don't trade in your brain, brains when you study the Catholic Church. Um, study real history, not just somebody's take on history because they got an extra grinder or whatever. Uh, so, uh, and I said before that we really get to know somebody when we take time and when we pray. Yes, we do. Remember, folks, this, though, that, okay, I can have all this faith. I can walk out of class, and I know all this stuff about the Catholic Church. I can go to Rome and study like Monsignor Bagnano did. I can all this kind of stuff. Yes, I can do that. The only thing is, faith itself won't do it. Faith has to be exercised by love. St. James, read the epistle of St. James. Man, he hits this one over the head over and over again. A person who says, well, I have faith. I know all this stuff. He says, and but they have not works. They don't actually love people, you know, go out of their way and love and help people, their family, their wife, their kids, their neighbor, the person next door, the poor. They don't do anything. He said, the faith is dead. This is called dead faith. I got all this faith, but do I help? No, I don't have to. I don't have time to help people. Uh, am I, do I notice people in need? No, people in need, they got their own problems. I don't have, you know, all right. Uh, 
that faith is dead. You could be teaching RCIA and have dead faith if you're not living it. You live it by L-O-V-E, love. Saint, remember St. John of the Cross, great 16th century mystic, John of the Cross in Spain, uh, wrote many books on the spiritual life, the deepest books I think ever written on the growth of one's spiritual life. Amazing, this guy. Uh, John of the Cross, John of the Cross. But John of the Cross wound up by saying, we will be judged on only one thing, love. You and I will be judged on one thing, love. Did you love? Not did you understand the Catholic faith or the faith or history? No. We do understand it because then it gives us more motivation. You know, I'm okay. I know where I'm going. I'm good. I got a brain. You know, as I say, when you become a Catholic, don't train in your brains. But that's without love. It means absolutely nothing. Nada. So, yeah, right. Live it. So what do you do? Live your faith. How do you live it? Work hard. Do a good job when you work. St. Francis de Sales is so big on this. When you work, really do a good job. Are you going to Are you gonna shovel the sidewalk? Well, do a good job. Are you going to make a new kind of a, a recipe? Well, do a good job. Uh, are you going to work? Go, go to work and work on some papers? Do a good job. Do it for the honor and glory of God. Yes. Thank you, Lord. You give me the brains. You give me the snow shovel. I'm doing it for you, Lord. I want to do it out of a gratitude for you. Yes. Out of gratitude, I'm going to be. I'm going to do a really, really good job. So yeah, and enjoy life. That's part of it too. Yeah. Are you Are you going to have a good time? Have a real good time. <laughs> enjoy it live it up okay you know uh that's not the end of that's not your purpose but he wants you to enjoy he wants you to relax he wants you to enjoy uh, pieces of life absolutely yeah work hard enjoy life you but enjoy your friends and family yes love love everyone you meet Uh, help those uh who here you go here's love now folks somebody needs a listening ear yeah but i'd like to talk well, then turn it off and listen or smile or shake somebody's hand uh, or or you might share some of your insights or your funnies or in other words, you're growing in faith because you're you're using your humanity that 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 love of God that the Holy Spirit within you is urging you, wanting you to do a good job at work, wanting you to make a good dessert. Whatever it is, you know, yes, yes, you live, yes, you live, You, in fact, St. Irenaeus said, the glory of God is the human being fully alive. Ooh, are you fully alive? If you are, or trying to be, you're giving glory to God. Yeah, so that's it, yeah. Um, and so, yes, now we want to live uh, a member of, of God's family, I do what I can, uh, and um, the church often uh, challenges me. That's good. I hear a good homily, and I'm going, oh, man, i got to shape up. Uh, or it affirms me. Uh, forget Jesus is there to for- Remember, the sacraments are the touch of Jesus. St. Saint, Saint, uh, Thomas Aquinas said that. Somebody said, hey, St. Thomas, you're so smart. Give me a simple definition of the seven sacraments. He said, 
Mm, the touch of Jesus. In every sacrament, Jesus is touching you and me. That's right. So, yeah, I love it. I go to confession. He's touching me and forgiving me. It's all over the Bible. That's what he does. Uh, anointing of the sick. I'm really sick. I get the a priest anoints me. He's touching me. The Eucharist, especially the Eucharist, because that has everything in it. Yes, he is touching me deeply when I receive him devoutly in the Eucharist. Yes. And so that way, I'm not just a Catholic, but I am becoming a Catholic. I'm becoming a beautiful Catholic man or woman. God is forming me. I'm letting him form me. I try to get in the habit of prayer. Uh, so that's it. That's why it's so important uh, that we, we live our faith. Uh, and uh, as, I, as uh, Deacon Chuck Putbreeze, good friend of mine, uh, always says his famous word is, Chuck's word is, prayer works. Prayer works. So pray for that gift of fortitude, the gift of wisdom. Pray for that gift of understanding, uh, the, the, the gift of, of uh, compassion, the gift of loving. Yeah, pray, pray for those gifts. Like Deacon Chuck says, prayer works. Prayer works. It sure does. And as it used to say back in the 1980s, just do it. Just do it. Monsignor Frank Pignano, Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.